Welcome back to the Come Follow Me read-along. Thanks for joining me. We're reading the scripture passages that go along with the weekly study curriculum of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. With generous permission from Thomas Wayment, the BYU Religious Study Center, and Deseret Book, I'll be reading today's chapters from Thomas Wayment's translation, which is titled The New Testament, a translation for Latter-day Saints. In this translation, the Wayment translation, uh, James's name is translated as Jacob. So let's start with James chapter 1. Jacob, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the Diaspora, greetings. Consider it complete joy, brothers and sisters, when you fall into various kinds of trials, knowing that the test of your faith produces endurance. Let endurance have its full effect, so that you might be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If anyone lacks wisdom, let that person ask God, who gives to everyone generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Let a person ask in faith, without doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive something from the Lord, for that man is double-minded, unstable in all his ways. Let the humble brother boast in his high position, and the rich in his humble position, because like a flower of grass he will pass away. For the sun rises with burning heat and dries up the grass. Its flower falls and its beauty perishes. It is likewise for the rich. While living a busy life, they will pass away. Blessed is the person who endures trial, because after that person is proven to be acceptable, he will receive the crown of life, which God promises to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and trapped by his own desires. When desire seizes a person, it gives birth to sin. And when it is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Do not be led astray, my beloved brothers and sisters. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above descending from the Father of lights, for whom there is no variation or shadow of change. By his will, he brought us forth by the word of truth in order for us to be a kind of firstfruits of his creations. Know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, let every person be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For human wrath does not accomplish God's righteousness. Therefore put away all filth and evil excess, and welcome with meekness the word implanted in you, which can save your souls. Become doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. Because if anyone is a hearer and not a doer, he is like a person who looks at his own image in a mirror. For he carefully considers himself, and then departs, and immediately forgets what type of person he is. But the one who carefully looks at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides in it, not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer who acts. He will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, his religion is worthless. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to visit the orphans and widows in their trials, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Chapter 2 
My brothers and sisters, do not possess partiality in your faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if someone enters your gathering wearing a gold finger ring with fine clothing, and a poor man in filthy clothing also enters, if you pay attention to the one wearing fine clothing and say, You, sit here in a good place. But to the poor man you say, You, stand over there, or sit down near my feet. Have you not made distinctions in yourselves and become judges with evil reasoning? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters, has God not chosen the worldly poor to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Are the rich not oppressing you and dragging you to the courts? Are they not slandering the good name by which you were called? If you fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For the one who obeys the whole law, but stumbles in one thing, is guilty of the entire law. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but you do commit murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and act like those who will be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment is merciless to the one who has not shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says he has faith, but he does not have works? Is faith able to save him? If a brother or a sister is poorly clothed and lacking daily food, and someone from among you says, Depart in peace, be warm and eat well, but you do not give them the things needed for the body, what good comes from it? Thus, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is a God, you do well. Even the demons believe and are struck with fear. Do you want to know, you empty person, that faith without works is useless? Was our father Abraham not made righteous by works when he offered his son Isaac upon the altar? You see that faith was working in tandem with his works, and his faith was made perfect by works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is made righteous by works and not by faith only. Likewise, was not Rahab the prostitute also made righteous by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, even so faith without works is dead. Chapter 3 Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, knowing that we who teach will receive the harsher judgment. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, and is also able to bridle his whole body also. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, then we guide their whole bodies. Look at the ships. Although they are quite large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a small rudder wherever the desire of the pilot steers them. Thus, the tongue is a small member and boasts of great things. Look how such a small flame burns a large forest. 
and the tongue is a fire. The tongue makes itself an unrighteous world among our members. It defiles the entire body and sets on fire the cycle of human existence, and it is set on fire by hell. For every type of animal and bird, reptile and sea creature, is subdued and has been subdued by humankind. But no one is able to tame the tongue. It is a tireless evil, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless the Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in God's image. From the same mouth come blessings and cursing. These things should not be so, my brothers and sisters. Can a spring bring forth both sweet and bitter water out of the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, make olives? Or can a grapevine make figs? Neither can a saltwater spring make fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let his good conduct demonstrate his works done in the kindness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfishness in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, human, and demonic. For where there is zeal and selfishness, there is discord and every wicked practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to persuasion, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Chapter 4. What is the source of conflicts and fights among you? Is it not from your passions at war within you? You want something, but you do not have it, so you murder. And you covet something, but you cannot obtain it, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have it because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly, so that you can waste it on your passions. Adulterers, do you not understand that friendship with the world is enmity toward God? Therefore, whoever desires to be a friend with the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says without meaning in that the spirit that lives in us has an envious desire? But he gives greater grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and weep, and let your laughter turn to mourning and your joy into heaviness. Be humble before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak against one another, brothers and sisters. The one who speaks against a brother or sister judges his brother or sister and speaks against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will enter into such and such a town, and we'll stay there a year and trade and turn a profit. But you do not know about tomorrow. What is your life? For you are a swirl of smoke that appears for a short time and then it vanishes. Instead, you should say, If the Lord desires it, then we will live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, whoever knows how to do what is good and does not do it, for that person it is sin. Chapter 5 Come now, and weep and wail over the miseries that are coming upon you who are rich. Your riches have rotted, 
and your clothing is moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have rusted, and their rust will be a sign against you, and it will eat your flesh like fire. You have stored up your treasure in the last days. Behold, the wages you withheld fraudulently from the laborers who reaped your fields, they cry out against you, and their shouts have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived in luxury and self-indulgence on the earth. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person, but he does not resist you. Therefore be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. Behold how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, remaining patient until he receives the early and late rains. Be patient also, and strengthen your hearts, because the coming of the Lord draws near. Do not grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, so that you are not judged. Behold, the one who judges is standing at the doors. Brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Behold, we regard those who endured as blessed. You have heard of Job's endurance and have seen the Lord's purpose, that the Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear by heaven or by the earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you do not fall under condemnation. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone in good spirits? Let him sing. Is anyone ill among you? He should call on the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, in order that you might be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous person has great power. Elijah was a man with passions like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And there was no rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth its fruit. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth, and someone brings him back, let him know that the person who brings him back from his wandering path will save that person's soul from death, and will cover a multitude of sins. That ends our reading of the book of James. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.